Hello Sheffield and welcome back to the Sheffield Gaming Podcast, the show that is designed to bring together all those who play, work, live and love games in this lovely city of ours. Every show is designed to let you know all about everything that is going on in games in Sheffield and most importantly in games and Sheffield at the same time. Today we're going to be talking about adventure in games because, well, we've not been around for a while. We've been on our own (laughs) adventures and we wanted to talk about those adventures that we've been on over the past year and adventures that we might get up to over the rest of this year as well. Uh, This month I am joined by... Uh, I'm Matt Turner uh, from the Treehouse Board Game Cafe. And... I'm Jade Knox and I'm a community manager at Ember and a part-time Twitch streamer. Awesome. And my name is Connor, formerly of the National Video Game Museum. Um, now I'm doing something slightly different. Um, how are you doing both? We haven't spoken in a long while. We haven't. It's been a bit uh, weird as everything has gotten, like, over the past, what, like, months? Mm-hmm. Where where things have been uh, soaring off into productivity and everything's <laughs> gotten back on, on track and there's been events and we're, we're all sorts of stuff's started chugging into being and it's felt great. I kind of feel like, you know, for the last two years, I kept saying, oh, do you feel back to normal yet? But I don't think we are back to normal now. I think we're past that. I think normal's mm-hmm. coming. I think it's. I think it's better. We, Everything's coming at once, isn't it? Like yeah. I did absolutely nothing for two years, and now I'm out every weekend. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's a it's yeah. a pretty wild ride, but I'm enjoying it. There's loads to do. Nice, um, Connor. You, oh, yes. you you glazed completely over the fact that you have you're no longer of mm-hmm. the MVM. Mm-hmm. No. You've gone on. You've gone on a whole adventure yourself. I have. I've gone. A, I've gone on a career adventure. <laughs> career adventure. Um, <laughs> well, it's quite a new adventure as well. It's quite an exciting adventure. Um, so yeah, uh, after three years of, of of running the marketing comms at the National Video Game Museum, I have decided to take a step away from it. Even though I absolutely loved uh, that place, uh, so I just take, take a step away from it because I am now working in the video game industry. The industry. The industry. Amazing. Yes, I uh, uh, just last month actually I started. Uh, my new position as the marketing and communications manager for Bone Loaf, working on the worldwide successful, I guess, uh, yeah. Gang Beasts <laughs> video game, um, which you can play and is on Game Pass and is on. I don't know what I'm contractually obliged to say yet, <laughs> but like you know, you need to like my job is to make you play make the sure game. Sure, everyone uh, knows, knows exactly where it's available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's it's still it's still very new. Um, uh, just, only just like I said, only just started, but. Having a lot of fun with it so far. The Bone Loaf people are fantastic, and uh, the game itself is just, you know, it's a lot of fun. I've been playing it myself for years. In fact, I'm pretty sure we spoke about Gang Beasts on episode one of, I think the, we Sheffield, did, yeah. of the Sheffield Game Podcast. So <laughs> no way. It's all looped back around. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I mean, I love the game, but I feel like Bone Loaf are one of those developers that you don't necessarily if you you ask what gaming stuff is going on in, in Sheffield mm. people don't they feel so I don't know I, I don't know whether this is the right thing to say. They, they feel like they are ethereal they're an ethereal <laughs> developer they, they're, they're sort of they're, they're like um, they're so internet they're mm. so like they're so like um, uh, the way I found about out about Gang Beach was not through a local source it was just because like it was popping off on the internet you know oh yeah I mean it's I think it's down to the fact that Beef City in the game as well is this kind of you know 80s inspired kind of Detroit or you know it's, it's a US city right yes. so when people say oh no this was made in the uh, just outside the Peak District in, in Northern <laughs> England um, people are like what no no it's it's got this authenticity of this kind of like 80s fun kind of gang movie yes basically. like yeah, you know yeah. The Warriors or something like that so um, yeah people I think I think that that has a lot to, to do with it as well that's cool I'm, I'm just I'm, uh, I'm excited I'm jazzed as uh, I want to say I'm jazzed, I'm jazzed um, about the fact that like I teach people to play games I'm part of like mm-hmm. a, a, in a physical space mm-hmm. where people enjoy games Jade you're part of like an online community the way the way that people sort of watch and uh, enjoy games in, from a third party perspective yep. and now Connor you're working in it in from a perspective of like right down on the freaking ground of people <laughs> making making games and I think that's yeah. really cool yeah yeah it's, yeah thank you it's, uh, it's a lot of fun um, so without the way mm. uh, I um, I wanted to, to, to talk about uh, some adventure
said, we've been on, on, on our adventures. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess we should we should start off with my headline for the month. Okay. Was that um, Jade and I uh, <laughs> made our way down to Meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the esports game bar in Sheffield, um, and uh, we've had Matt on the uh, on the show before, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we uh, attended the Sea of Thieves um, pirate party that they were throwing over there. Yes, we did, and uh, <laughs> we fully dressed up as well, didn't we? We did head to toe pirate attire, <laughs> and you had the keg, outfits. which everybody loved. Everyone seemed to like that. Maybe yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, this keg that you told me about, unfortunately yes. I wasn't able to make it, but like, yeah, you, you built your own Sea of Thieves keg, right? Yeah, so I am I am a fan of the Sea of Thieves game, you know, I'm part of that community, which is why I was absolutely thrilled to be able to go down uh, to Meltdown and, and see everyone there, um, because it was a huge part of my uh, lockdown mm-hmm. last two years mm-hmm. so my, me and my my my, my crewmates some <laughs> other people who work at the treehouse um were have just we just love making mischief so we uh used to you know like sneak um one of us would be talking to someone while the other one was around the other around the back of the ship you know carrying a, a keg of gunpowder onto the ship and hiding <laughs> it down, downstairs so that we could then you know uh jog on them thinking they've had an amicable engagement but then of course we can just light it and um blow, and, and blow <laughs> it's nine. It's really mean, um, but uh, like it's kind of part of the the adventure for us. Was was yeah. like, uh, how, what can you get away with? So we made this plan uh, ages and ages and ages ago uh, of when we heard about the event of, of kegging the event. You know, we we were gonna make a keg, fill it with goodies. Uh, like sweets, um, and then and then sneak it into in, into meltdown so that it was like an, a surprise, but it was a good surprise, you know. You were replicating the game in your club night, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you know what? It went down brilliantly as well. I think especially when you opened it and had the sweets inside. Oh, but then you had bananas in too, didn't you? I did. Yeah. The, the basic healing item in the game is uh-huh. uh, bananas, um, yeah. which which they just the pirates in the game just literally bite into. They don't even like try to peel it and somebody did didn't they yeah. they actually just bit straight into the banana and we were all sort of stood there just watching like wow that was a bad idea it was yeah <laughs> like... oh, down it smell <laughs> that but uh, yeah no we, uh, people seem to like that but um, I mean the, the, the community was the main focus of the thing there mm-hmm. were um, loads of, of twitch streamers and uh, just people who had been there 3D printing their own stuff and like people who make props and stuff like... and really good props as well like you know like top tier like really good people better than my keg I made that out of paper mache and two pretzel tubs yeah. um... it looked sick there and I think <laughs> everybody really appreciated it I think that was like the main thing I was I was proud of it, but uh, I you know there's, there, there were there were some the place looked amazing as well. Oh, it did, yeah. Um, did they decorated. Yeah. yeah, pop there up was, pirate. There was oh, stuff everywhere, wasn't there? Well, there was so the a pirate's dice. wheel on the front. Oh yeah, like, of course, and a treasure chest. And a treasure chest, <laughs> and then they had um, like cocktails, which were like uh, blunder bombs and fire bombs, which are mm. like these glass jars with with fuel in them, and oh, like wow. uh, yeah, we had a few of those. <laughs> we, had a, we, had a, we had a couple of those. A few shots as well. Exactly. <laughs> um, they were just. Great. It was really, really good fun. Oh, wow. They went the whole nine yards. And so was this an officially sponsored event for the Sea of Thieves? Not as far as I understand. No, no. Some people just, just putting something together and then knocking it out of the park. I believe it was Ash um, who uh, is yeah. uh, Meltdown was the, with the brains behind the operation. Uh, Ash2ka on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, he had put the whole the whole lot, like, obviously, the, the whole crew at, uh, um, at, crew, um, uh, at Meltdown had been working really hard on it. But, um, but I think Ash had, had sort of had that initial... Uh, push as far as I understand it yeah Yeah. I mean I felt like a massive fraud because before I went there I didn't actually play the game at all and I sort of just like snuck in there and I was just trying to avoid any questions directly related to the game (laughs) especially because I was in full pirate attire and then but but now I have the game and I will play and the people there were so lovely that they want me to sail with them and so next yeah next Wednesday I'm gonna I'm gonna you know go and sell with those guys that we met because everyone was so nice to talk to and just so accommodating and next time if there's an event I'll actually know what I'm talking about which would be <laughs> brilliant it was it is one of those communities that um makes me like gives me hope for a like, gaming community because yes. it is a game which is so 
the potential is there for such toxicity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a game about shooting each other. Um, there's explosions, there's treasure, there's hoarding. There's all the, 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 the ingredients there for people being very angry about losing what they oh, have. Yeah. Mm, so um, you're, you're pirates, right? You're like, it's yeah, in your exactly. MO to be dishonest, exactly. to deceive people. <laughs> but the, the, the way that, the, that Sea of Thieves deals with that, the way the Sea of Thieves community has dealt with that is absolutely to be this kind of um, gracious in defeats. You always, if you if you see your ship is going down, you tr- you quickly flick onto the uh, <laughs> to, to the uh, keyboard to type out like GG, well played. Like you make sure you get there before your your ship sinks. Speaking, I think a lot of them really appreciate his being in Sheffield. I saw, I spoke to a load of people who were there who were new to Sheffield um, and had been uh, to Extra Life Gaming Lounge um, yeah. just down the road mm-hmm. previously. A few had been around uh, the MVM. Um, I didn't. Find Find anyone who'd been to Treehouse? It's a bit further away. Um, but does, did Tree, does Treehouse have pop up pirate? Uh, it does. Oh, it does. Oh, oh, I, I didn't think. expect. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I, I think. That. I think one of our members of staff were bought it as a joke, uh, and they were like, "Well, I guess I'll put it in." Look who's laughing now. No, we're going to go play it. So there you go. Um, but uh, no, it, like I think a lot of people really enjoy, like enjoyed the fact that Sheffield has that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cities don't. Yeah, um, I think if you, uh, not, I'm not trying to put any cities on blast, uh, but like um, Sheffield's one of the only, only cities in the north that has a board game cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheffield's one of the only cities uh, like in the north that has a collection of gaming establishments like mm-hmm. Sheffield, like uh, like Meltdown, Extra Life, MVM, Patriot, so close together. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and so I think a lot of people really really appreciated that, and uh, I'd love to see more. Um, stuff like this, right? I'd love to see mm. more events like that uh, happen. Well, well, you're in luck, Matt, because yeah. there are some upcoming, but we'll talk about those when we talk about those. There actually there are quite a few more events like that that I think are upcoming and should be a lot of fun. I can't wait um, to get more of those. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Jade. Yes. So you are a Twitch streamer. Uh, mm-hmm. what's, your, what's your what's your Twitch handle? <laughs> it's at Noxbear. At um, Yeah. And with Twitter, I do have to make this point every single time. Don't follow at Noxbear on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't say why for legal reasons. <laughs> but it's it's at the Noxbear on on Twitter. T H E K N O X. Yeah. B E A R. Exactly. On 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 Twitch, you're streaming another pirate game. Yeah, I'm right? um, I'm playing Tales of Monkey Island. Yeah. yeah and it's it has been very fun um although truth be told the, i've only played it uh, twice so like two days uh, and i did have quite a lot of gin uh, while <laughs> while i was playing um and again, yeah yeah, yeah and for a game that, that where the puzzles are kind of often quite nonsensical anyway yeah. this made it basically impossible for me to work anything out <laughs> um, and there is a part so this isn't a spoiler there's just a map you gotta follow and you gotta use like some tricks that the game tells you about at the time uh, and I just could not get my head around it and it was basically just an hour stream of me saying like up down down and uh, or like say, <laughs> saying words and trying to follow this map but essentially going around in a, a lot of circles but do you know what if you have a, a hydrate a reward on your channel for people's points to use then they're going to use it and if the drink you've got is gin then that's what you're going to drink in my brain I was not hydrated the next day a recipe for disaster yeah it was a little bit are you playing through all the Monkey Island games in suspicion of the yes. new one yeah that's the plan so chapter one got finished the other day moving on to chapter two as soon as possible really um, and I think it's five in total right so of the Tales ones yeah so there's, yeah. there's um, like obviously you've got like Secret of Monkey Island Monkey mm-hmm. Island Secret of Monkey Island which were yeah. both um, what platform were they on? Um, MS-DOS MS-DOS yeah something Maybe. like that no or way Windows. DOS box yeah, yeah. Um, throwback exactly <laughs> like, and those those are the ones that were the initial sort of LucasArts um, successes right they were the mm-hmm. ones that like Tim Schafer worked on I believe somewhere mm-hmm. in there yep. and like um uh, I don't know I just like Tim, Tim Schafer's did, um, did LucasArts do Loom as well because that's a pretty old Game. Does anybody remember Loom? I don't. Oh, well, give it, give it a Google. It's basically like a little shadow guy that goes round and like collects 
like Wolf Rees Loom and you like play, play music and you can oh, do that's, spells. That sounds that's, really good. It's, yeah, it's a really old game. I played that not too long ago. Well, yeah, this is why it was so like surprising when the, the new announcement for the, uh, yes. the, the, the next Monkey Island, what's it called? The next Monkey Island. Return to Monkey Island. Yeah. Return to Monkey Island. Um, um, I was just so excited because I, I, pl- I haven't played a Monkey Island game. Uh, well, no, I played, I, I played, I think, two of the Tales of Monkey Island games when I was in university. Mm-hmm. But before that, it was very much, I am... 10 years old yeah. and I am playing on a friend's computer oh, and, in the living room exactly, they've got like yeah. one family PC <laughs> yeah, exactly. not, not even joking it was exactly yeah, that that's set up from the 90s basically <laughs> early 90s it's so funny it, but on levels on kind of Simpsons levels you know it's, like, yeah, it's yeah. funny on one way and then it's, and then you you grow up and you watch videos of that same segment and it's just like I didn't get that yeah. back when I was a kid and then they, they basically said well, we won't be making any more Monkey Island at all yeah. unless we have full creative control and we have everyone together and we have everyone's blessing we thought well that's not gonna, never going to happen um, you know LucasArts aren't really a thing anymore like mm-hmm. Peter, mm-hmm. no one's making games from that and then they were just like actually we're here well, yeah. did he, they announced it on April Fool's Day. Uh, they <laughs> really? April Fool's Day, and it was like, oh no, you can't, you can't do that. It's, why, why are you joking around, playing with their emotions? And then about four days later, they went, no, that wasn't, wasn't a lie. No. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> <laughs> we had genuinely, um, which is really funny. I, I, so I've got a, I went on a little adventure, uh, mm-hmm. keeping on theme, and I've got a, a Monkey Island story that might be kind of fun to tell. So I went, and outside uh, of of Yorkshire, the other gaming events happen. They're not nowhere near as good, of course. Hmm. Um, but I went to London Games Fest, which mm. was earlier this month. Which was um, all, which had had a big kind of kind of showcase event. Uh, well, a couple of showcase things happening. Big showcase event called WWASD, which uh, used to be a, that was on the exact day of uh, of the meltdown party. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> yes, which is why I wasn't able to go to yeah. see if it was meltdown party because I was I, I was down there. We I kind of went swap and, next time, and we'll go to the London event. Yeah. And you can stay in Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I kind of went there cause for work because kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the bone life people have, have, have worked with a lot of those people and mm-hmm. frequently take gangbeast to events mm-hmm. and stuff. So I went there uh, for that reason. And at one point when I was at this kind of WASD event, uh, my, my boss comes over to me and just says, oh, by the way, we're, we're going to go with some drinks with some old old friends um, that we that we used to know. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to come along? Might be kind of, kind of, kind of cool. And uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Are you yeah, about to name well. drop? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I can feel drop. it coming. <laughs> um, so if you don't know, when Gang Beast was first released, it was released as a Double Fine Presents game oh. by Double Fine. Um, who were uh, the Tim Schafer's studio? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when they said we're going to meet our old friends Greg and Tim. Um, I didn't really know who they meant, but uh, mm-hmm. about an hour later, I was sat in a pub having a pint with Tim Schafer. Oh, um, that's so exciting! Opposite Greg Rice, who's now claim to of, fame. I know. Yeah. And, I am uh, so jealous. At one point, he took the piss out of me, and I think that was like that. That was really good when I made it. When we were having a conversation, <laughs> and like you know, I was like, oh, I was taking piss out by Tim Schafer. It's great. Um, well, and then we went, and then kind of went, up, went, went. We stayed for a couple of pints, um, went away. We ended up in a brew dog in London somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back in, and we have another few drinks. So Sick. had a had a, had an evening out with Tim Schafer oh. and, uh, and a few other brilliant people, um, including um, some people actually working on the new Monkey Island game. Oh, well. that's um, so that was really fun. Uh, yeah, they always say like, kind of, you know, you be careful when you're meeting your your heroes, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But don't worry, Tim Schafer is as witty as you'd ever imagine him to I've be. I've heard he's a he's, and a, he's, a, very, he's a very good-natured fellow. He really is. Yeah, oh, he's nice. a lovely guy. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, that's my that's my that's my Monkey Island story. So I, I have been on an adventure. That's uh, lovely. A name dropped. That's, <laughs> that's okay. Well, we're all here for we, it. It's fine. <laughs> we met uh, Behaving Beardsley, Bearded Getter. Cool. We, uh, they were they Happy were there, Kraken. There, Happy Kraken. Mm-hmm. We met. Yeah, uh, Sassy Sapphire, uh, uh, Joby One. Oh. We met loads of loads of uh, great Twitch streamers that everyone's really excited about meeting as well, Connor. So yeah, uh, just and saying, we didn't have bananas that we could have seen. Have a keg full of Haribo either, uh, or so. loads of shots. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. No. Uh, anything else uh, we got up to this this month? This month, 
Um, so just before this month, I did go to Yorkshire Games Fest again, which is over in Bradford, um, which I recommend if you are interested in games, definitely go and checking that one out. Mm. Um, that was actually my last kind of my last few days working for the NBM. I took the, the, the museum oh, over cool. to there to, to kind of represent, and it was it was it was a lot of fun. I really like that event. Um, it's very kind of family focused, but they often do some really really cool talks. So if you're ever interested in getting into games yeah. or learning about kind of games on a really kind of you know a deep level, or even the level of the, the creation of it. Um, yeah, head down to that. I think it's every. Is it beginning of every March or end of every end of every February? Oh, That's really? Do it every year. I didn't realise um, it was that like regular. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of based around the National Science and Media Museum. Oh, sick! Uh, in the centre of Bradford. Yeah. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah, we'd never go go then. Like, there's no no excuse not to go now. Yeah, no, we're yeah. going next year. Next <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of anything else that happened specifically this month. I mean, we had our first ever. Um, it's not even gaming related, but we had our, our first ever graphic novel reading um, day yesterday. Cool. Um, which um, it's uh, the graphic novel reading library. I, I, I haven't brought any of the information with me there today, right. um, but um, it's like kind of an initiative uh, that's been in Sheffield for a little bit. Uh, and so there was this quiet time of everyone, uh, this, this huge library of, of, of graphic novels came in Aww. and everyone just sat around having a nice chill read. That sounds um, lovely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very cool. I think there's plans to do it again in the future, so I'll keep you all updated. Um, oh, but, uh, thank you. In addition, uh, we announced a bunch of new role-playing uh, ticketed events. Um, the ones that actually, the tickets actually went on sale, sold out within like an hour, I think. Um, but uh, you, that's all up on treehousesheffield.com forward slash role-playing. Um, and that, you, you can see what's coming up there. And then you could, that way you can keep your, your eyes peeled for when they do go on sale. Keeping on the theme of adventure, is there anything more adventurous than a tabletop role-playing game, right? Going on an adventure like that. I suppose so, yeah. Like, the way I got into role-playing was playing Ocarina of Time, where I would look at the horizon, I'd look at the skybox, essentially, yeah, yeah. in Ocarina of Time, uh, and I would, I would think, well, what, I wonder what's behind those mountains. You know, I wonder yeah, what's yeah. behind the, the big, weird, uh, cylindrical mountains that are in, in, they're in Mario. Um, and uh, I would come up in my, in my own time of like what's what is over there what's the landscape like over there I wish someone could tell me what's what's over there um, and then I heard about role playing games where someone would tell you what was over the horizon yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like that's the best adventure in the world because not only is it um, you know not, not only is it uh, like the, the horizon but that never ends yeah. you can go as long as you want someone will always be there to tell you what's over the next horizon and so that's how I ended up getting into role playing anyway um, is is just that idea, that idea of adventure that's Going like a, an imagination adventure, yeah. uh, open open skies and and nowhere to, no one to tell you where to go. And obviously now you are a pretty seasoned DM of yeah. many of these games as well. So you make your own adventures. I do people. indeed. Yeah. What's what? So speaking of adventures, what's your favourite kind of big adventure that you've taken a group of players on? Oh, I think I think it would have to be because I'm currently um, taking a group of adventurers to hell. Um, <laughs> nice. so, um, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I mean. they are uh, they're investigating the uh, the sinking of a city uh, and where that's gone. Spoilers. Uh, and they've they <laughs> they found out that it's in hell. But uh, my favourite would have to be Sulkan, which was what we ran at the treehouse. It was a like a four table mm -hmm. like four separate um, groups of adventurers going mm -hmm. off uh, in the same world, uh, addressing the same story. And, and uh, we had these big events where multiple tables would work together to try and solve puzzles or mm -hmm. like uh, people would be teleported from one dungeon to another and swapped over so they'd have to go from one, uh, one table to another. Cool, um, swap seats. Yeah, exactly. So we, we'd have this... Um, uh, and that was in the first couple of years of, of, of Treehouse's existence we all put together this idea of this world that we were going to make from scratch uh, we were going to flesh it out completely make adventures in it and uh, and it really that, I, that was very much the start of the Treehouse Worlds which is the uh, kind of like um, a Treehouse role playing community um, you can find us on Facebook we're, we've got a Facebook group called Treehouse Worlds uh, head on over there if you're interested in, in role playing at the Treehouse if you want to go on an adventure exactly that was the the kernel of what became this really really amazing group of storytellers because not only do we continue to make worlds and stories mm. and stuff but also people who we know 
from those games I'm like next start next month I'm going to be playing in um, someone uh, I ran D and D for them mm-hmm. and then they've invited me to play in their game mm-hmm. uh, at the start of next month. It's 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 a brilliant little place to find. Um, uh, oh, for me it has been a brilliant place to find amazing people to to, to play games with. Aww. That's been the real adventure. Yeah, <laughs> friendship. <laughs> Nice. Have you ever thought about it, Jade? Have you ever thought about uh, going on an adventure and starting a tabletop role-playing game? Absolutely. I, I don't know many people who haven't thought about it. Um, I guess it's just there is a slight fear for me being a complete newbie that I might get thrown in the deep end or maybe someone will lose patience with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, maybe like you guys could reassure me a little bit because there's a bunch of people I know that I'd love to start, but they just mm-hmm. don't know how or you know they don't want to join mid part like midway through a game because that, mm. that happens a lot you sort of say yeah, oh yeah. I'd love to come by one time someone says yeah well we're kind of in the middle of the campaign you're like well I guess it's fine so yeah, yeah any yeah. advice or anything that'd be awesome uh, well best advice I can give is um, firstly like make sure you're comfortable with the person who is, who, who's introducing you because then if you've got those lines of communication then you yeah. know that if you're they're not going to be angry at you if you do something <laughs> quote unquote wrong right You there's only yeah. so much you can do wrong that communication is is important. The whole game is communication. So hmm. uh, being able to to be heard by each other and and understand each other clearly is um, uh, is is the way to, to to kind of solving all that. Yeah. Um, if you're worried about it, and if anyone else at home is worried about it, mm-hmm. um, at the Treehouse we are running level one encounters, uh, which is a uh, an ongoing series of uh, nights where we. Uh, you come to the treehouse and we run a session for you um, with it could be strangers it could be you could bring a couple of you um, and it's intended for people with absolutely no experience with um, role playing or mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons at all brilliant uh, and it is a uh, like a, a thing we just kind of it'll be you know six people at a table at, at, at one time we just um, uh, try to guide you in there and how give you the, your first little taste and if you hate it it's only like a few hours, so you yeah. can just be like, you know what, I don't like it. You've scratched that itch, you know now. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think that's the, the issue with me. Like, now it's in my brain. I feel like I just need to, I need to take that box. Yeah. So it needs to happen. So I may come down to level one encounters. That's an adventure in mm-hmm. itself. It is. Are there any other games that you feel like you, if you had like infinite time and mm. also the kind of knowledge and the will and a perfect safe space to get into it that you would love to get into but you've got, kind of kept at arm's length because oh, I used to feel this way about MMOs big time yes. like, I used to be terrified of them because mm-hmm. you know they feel like they've got the game that has a whole economy and it's got you have to be on every week to play the raid and For you have sure. to speak to everyone and I definitely felt that way. So when I first kind of, um, my first MMO was Final Fantasy fourteen. actually. I think I went in as like a free weekend or something like that. And just kind of walking around this kind of crazy bustling hub <laughs> area with so much going on and yes. lots of real people stood around me. I was like, wow, what's going on? And I, I ended up getting sucked into it. But like for a long, long while, like I must have been in my, I was in my mid-twenties. And, you know, I've been playing games all my life, but I'd never touched MMOs because mm. I was kind of slightly scared about them. Yeah, I think I was similar. My first MMO was Elder Scrolls Online. Mm. And that was incredible. So when they, they did this event with some, like, there's dragons in it anyway, obviously, but uh, there'd be parts where the dragon would fly overhead and you, you'd think you're the only person in the area. And then, like, over the hill, you'd see hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of players. And you and you know what? I get, I get such a buzz off it. Like, when everybody's sort of, like, all together, like, trying to take down this one dragon and it's just mm. like, oh, that was, that was amazing. And then everybody, obviously goes their separate ways again yeah. and it's like whoa that was incredible but yeah. you think I think sometimes you can forget especially me because I play so many sort of single player things I don't play a lot of co-op the other people are out there playing these games as well and mm. sort of like when you interact with them in game it's kind of I don't know it's it's weird but it's great yeah. like you're just yeah. like oh another person's here I think, I think the thing that I had the most missed Givings about joining and getting into um, was actually like minis tabletop stuff like um, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Warhammer and things like that oh I've yeah. got a friend at work that absolutely loves that stuff <laughs> and you know what the stuff he makes is fantastic like you know yeah. the detail and the shading mm. you can do and like how you can layer up your colours to get like I don't know to see it like shading I guess I don't really yeah. know the words for it but he, he look, he's really good and he's yeah. got an Instagram account and stuff and oh, everything cool. he make if you can make something tangible I feel like that's really rewarding yeah. like if you can like sit and paint something and then you know take a picture and go I made that I can yeah. I can hold it mm-hmm. and that's something that I think I'm missing from like my gaming experience like is is, is that sort of like uh, tactile almost the, the, yeah. the craft element as well yeah. is really important and um, I'm just not crafty it's just yeah. it's not it's not in my bones but same yeah and I, I just, but I love seeing other 
other people's work as well so like it's yeah it makes me a little bit jealous but i'm always really <laughs> impressed so i guess yeah the the whole treehouse staff have recently gotten into um to my surprise blood bowl um, which is a Warhammer themed sports game where you buy like <laughs> 11 little lads uh, that are maybe they're dwarves or they're orcs or they're little goblins or whatever it is and their job is to get the ball from one end of the pitch to the other like it's a, like it's a, a, an American football game <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you play against another player and they have their own little, little 11 little lads uh, and um, Meeple <laughs> I believe is one of the terms people use. <laughs> yeah, but these are lads, right? right? Okay, sorry. They're, they're like, <laughs> these are boys. <laughs> these these things because they go in a box that you have to make yourself. Yes, kind of. Um, the um, because you have to build them yourself. Because you have to paint them and you have to get them into, into like yeah, you have to glue them together and you have to put mm-hmm. the right head on and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of identity and ownership over these things that mm. if you just crack a box, this is surprised me because only some people who listen to this are going to be like super au fait with board games. Yeah. And I love the tactile nature of board games. And I love the fact that, you know, um, I'm this little guy or like <laughs> I'm moving these little guys around or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But there is something else to the hobby, the like minis hobby that mm-hmm. I hadn't tapped into. And I still, I'm not like an expert and I'm not going to be going out and buying armies and things like that. Mm-hmm. But the idea of getting the little lads Putting sticking her little arms on and then being like, Well this is this is Keith. This is my uh, baby now. Yeah, Keith's, <laughs> Keith's arms on but I, I I my my uh team are called the Spice Ghouls, um and they're all named after uh sort of nineties pop uh, pop stars. Nice. Uh, they're all women. like cinnamon. Yes. And, uh... Uh, well they are um I've got, you know, uh Jerry Harrywell who's a um, who's a, a werewolf. What have we got? We got Victoria Deckham who's a big uh, flesh like a Frankenstein. Um uh, we, <laughs> My favourite is Britney Spears, who I deliberately glued the head. It's a zombie who I deliberately glued the, glued the head on backwards and the arm on backwards, so that they it, like it's all spun around and it's like they've been <laughs> stitched together wrong. And I've got these, I've got these identities for all these little creatures that I've got, and we and we've got a league going. And the thing is, there's also like a, apparently I've spe- spoken to the guy at Element Games, mm-hmm. um, uh, and they were like, we are overwhelmed with like the fact that. Blood Bowl apparently is massive in Sheffield. Yeah. I didn't know this. No. But the Sheffield Blood Bowl League is growing by the day. Um, uh, It's become this whole thing uh, that I really wasn't expecting to have, like, tapped into. But at the Treehouse on uh, Wednesdays yep. um, we we have a bunch of people come down all to play Blood Bowl and it's just it's it's great it's lovely seeing all cool. this, this little community um, sort of develop and not even develop just thrive yeah. um, uh, just out of nowhere love it Blood Bowl is thriving that sounds great I think it's <laughs> something I, yeah because I, I, it's been around for a little while now isn't it but the fact oh, that yeah. so this, is, it's, this seems to be peaking it seems to be having its renaissance yeah or, for sure um, it's, oh, uh, it was a, it was a surprise to me. <laughs> and obviously, I think uh, one of the big kind of um, suppliers of uh, things like football, things like miniatures, and lots of other board games and stuff yeah. are Patriot Games. Yes. Um, Patriot Games obviously have been uh, a Sheffield staple for decades Absolutely. now. And they have some kind of exciting news, I think. Don't they? Yes, they are going to be moving over in onto Mary Street um, mm. in, next month. Cool. We don't have an exact date. Hello there listeners, Editing Matt here, and I just wanted to give you a quick update that uh, Patriot will be opening from the 30th, so that means that by the time you hear this, they're probably open already, so get on down to Mary Street and uh, go and say hello to those folks in their new location. Alright, that's it, on with the show. But um, okay. they, sh- they should be opening uh, over there, because they're currently, uh, I can't remember the name of the street, is it Queen Street? King Street. King Street. Yes, just next to the National Video Game Museum. (laughs) Royalty. Uh, King Street, which is is just around the corner from um, the MBM. Yep. Um, But it's... uh, uh, They they are moving into much, uh, you know, bigger and better things. Mm. This this place is going to be... Physically, it's huge. It's going to be amazing. They're going to go from strength to strength over there. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, more importantly, it's a little closer to where I work, so I can (laughs) pop in more easily. That is an adventure, isn't it, Sheffield? Yes. Started the treehouse, work your way up through Patriot, Go to extra life. Yeah, you know, there's there's a, there's routes, right? There are little yes. adventure routes you can go on. There are and gaming crawls. <laughs> I like the fact that some of them, if you want, if you're if you're feeling frisky, you can <laughs> climb over the over the wall and walk through the Catalan car park. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> yeah. just cut the cut the uh, cut the corner. But you can also go down. I mean, Mary Street, um, yeah. which you know you can you can go around and you can go down Mary Street, and that like what I'm really excited about or jazzed, as I like to say. Um, <laughs> Is this your own catchphrase? Jazz. <laughs> I'm trying to make jazz happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 I won't stop. Um, uh, what I'm excited about is the fact that, like, yes, like you say, I think I can plot a lovely little route for me to go from Treehouse at the end of work mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like, uh, I'm just over there for, for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I just am. Uh, and I, I head over, like, and I'd be able to go around Mary Street visit Patriot Games, mm-hmm. keep going, and then, like, by the time I get to the end of that street, I'm basically nearly at um, uh, Extra Life, I'm mm-hmm. nearly at where, uh, like, uh, where the MVM is, mm-hmm. I'm nearly where Meltdown is, like, there's so much, like, I'm, I'm loving the interconnectivity there, you know? We felt like an island over on Boston Street for, for a little while. Uh, oh, no one visits old poor old treehouse. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not true, but no. yes. <laughs> it's not, yeah. Uh, but um, the point is that I I would love to set up, kind of be able to do that kind of walking tour of Sheffield, walking tour of gaming in Sheffield. I mean, like, that's what Sheffield's known for, right? It's, it's the walker's paradise, yes. the walker's city. And there are about approximately 1,000 Pokestops on that route as well so if you're still on the Pokemon Go hype hype like I am then uh, yeah are you back into Pokemon Go or did you never never maybe (laughs) Um, well I didn't bother with it while we couldn't leave the house because that seemed a little unproductive but um, yeah I'm all over it now (laughs) (laughs) have you ever thought about taking Pokemon Go out into the peaks and like doing big walks just to like you know stretch Pokemon's legs or something Um, while I do like the event like the sound of this adventure crawl because everything's fairly close together I am not a big walker or outside person generally so (laughs) but thanks for shaming me (laughs) (laughs) before the pandemic have you fancied going on a walk no (laughs) what (laughs) don't frame it like that anyway I think it was I think it was week one of like or maybe it was only a couple of weeks after Pokemon Go had come out and you know everyone was playing it at the time it was it was the big thing it was the last time we knew world peace you know that kind of that kind of deal and I remember (laughs) doing I remember climbing up Snowdon which um, is the one of the biggest mountains in the country the biggest one in Wales Um, I think it's only behind Ben Nevis or a couple of Scotland ones um, for actually the biggest one in the entirety of the whole island and I remember going to the top and there just so happens to be a poker stop at the no top. No way. Yeah, at the top of the mountain. So oh I thought, God. well, I am going to take You've this. Gonna, yeah. I didn't even have that many good Pokemon back then because it was very early days. I was like level 10 or something. That's motivation for me. Yeah, like, I, I want to get up there now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. There's like a train you can get to the top as well if you want. So you don't even have to walk up it. Um, <laughs> but but, I, uh, I, but... I, I do know that in the peaks there are a plethora of those. There is a can. There is a Pokestop. Yeah. Um, so, like, uh, if you, oh, nice. on any given peak, um, we walked, uh, what was it, um, Edale, um, yeah, yeah. and then Windhill, Loose Hill, that, uh, that little walk between those, um, uh, those mm-hmm. two um, hills, uh, and uh, that entire ridge along those, uh, uh, along the, across those hills, um, as you're looking down into Edale, just every single time you get to a little tiny peak, another poker star it was great nice. I'm going to do that you I'm should. going to do that before before the next time we record that's my adventure oh nice there's a train all, all the way out there as well so you can just uh, you can get oh, all the way to it. the bottom of that, that hill and then just go straight up uh, and along the ridge nice I want to see I want to see some proper like yeah Pokemon Go I want, like you know, they go, you know they've got those walking sites where you can just say oh I want to go on a three mile walk in the yeah. Peak District give me some options I want them to be like sorted by Pokemon Go locations <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's amazing that's really lovely. just one last thing on the um, on the adventure mile I yeah. guess we'll call it I don't yeah. know actually how long yeah. it is <laughs> um, if anyone's like me and they kind of get a bit anxious about just like walking like without a destination set so I'm I'm very funny I need to know exactly where we're going how yep. long it's going to take yeah. because my brain likes to plan whether I can leave <laughs> yeah um, so that's perfect for anybody that feels like that because you know exactly how far away your next stop is you know that there's going to be like a respite point along the way you know you can always get a sandwich if you're hungry yeah. you know if you need mm. the loo it's not like walking out like I know you guys obviously like the countryside but mm. I sometimes get worried that what if I do need the toilet or yeah. what if, I, if I'm really thirsty what am I going to do and there's a bit of panic behind that yeah sure mm-hmm. so it's yeah it's nice that everything's so close that there's something you know something's coming and it's mm-hmm. quite it's like a hug for your brain knowing that things aren't too far away absolutely yeah, no and there's so much 
like to see in Sheffield. Oh yeah. Like on the way, you can stop off, off and look at the kettles. You can have a little look. Like um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Pinball uh, Pinball Park. Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, which opposite the site gallery. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, I remember playing some gang beasts actually, uh, just opposite there. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, back in the Game City Festival. And exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's yeah, we just had a lovely little walk around. There's so much to see on on that route or just off it that um, mm-hmm. like it's it's sometimes easy especially when you live in a, in a, in a city and I, I know that some people who, who listen to this might not be from or living in Sheffield but mm-hmm. it's easy when you're when you live in a city to think you've seen a lot of it mm-hmm. um, yeah it's true uh, and um, I love thinking about like that idea of these roots these sort of ways um, to um, is it the the Weir's Walk as well that, that's yeah. really nice um, I can't remember how many ways walk there are um, but the the point is, is that it's this kind of like you're constantly going along rivers mm-hmm. and they're rivers that you didn't even know existed because you haven't been mm-hmm. down the, the the valley from the buildings you've been behind right mm-hmm. um, and you see a completely different part of Sheffield um, and I think this kind of is, is another thing uh, to that it's just like you're seeing you're seeing other things that you normally wouldn't because you're following this the Sheffield Gaming Trail I'm, I'm excited about it <laughs> the Sheffield Gaming Trail awesome and obviously you can you know you can just do the Sheffield Gaming Trail whenever you want. Like mm-hmm. that's you know I think most of the places are open pretty much every day outside yeah. of Mondays, yeah, uh, unless it's Bank Holiday Monday. Then likely these places are going to be open. Um, but also there is a lot of cool stuff coming up as well. So obviously we've been talking about the events that we've done over the last month, over April and a bit of March. But actually later on in May and uh, going into June, there are a lot of really cool stuff. Do you want? I've got a list of things. Do you want me to just to kind of shout about? We could the do stuff a rundown. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, rundown of big things coming up. So, I think actually it will have um, finished by the time um, this podcast goes out. But there is currently happening, there is a games education, the games education conference, um, where a lot of games universities and hiring managers get together to talk about how we can fix the recruitment pathways in the video game industry. Oh, that's really cool. Um, yeah, sounds interesting. That's happening at Sheffield Hallam University. Okay. Um, now, which is really cool. And I think Sheffield's kind of leading the way on that and it's supported by the BGI who run the, the, the National Video Game Museum. They're the kind of the key people that kickstarted it. Yeah. So that's happening. Uh, other kind of cool events coming up. We have Steel City Chiptune. Yes. Sick. Um, <laughs> Are we going? Are we all going? I we might have to go. It's on the 30th of April. I think it's that Friday night. Oh no, am I on the cruise? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I'll stay. Sod <laughs> the cruise. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a Saturday night, actually. I think it's a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. it might be. I, I yeah. usually work there, but I'm going to see if we can go. Really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is <laughs> like. Yeah, it's great. So, 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 this is Steel City, Steel City Chiptune number five. Um, I think they had the first three. Like they were like one month after another, like just before COVID, and then kind of ah. COVID stopped them all. But they're starting yeah. to come back together. They are busy nights. Like they're great. Everybody turns up for yeah. them. Uh, there's a lot going on. They mm. run till late, and it's all the music is basically made on Game Boys I love or it. made on things that emulate Game Boys, right? Like everyone so. when we went there uh, for the for the pirate mm-hmm. party. Everyone was super psyched about it. Like yeah. everyone was so excited about this this chip tune night, uh, the the return of it. People there had been down for the ones before the pandemic and had absolutely loved it. So like, I think the aim is to keep it being a regular thing. So even if this comes out after the thirtieth, when this when this is taking place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if you're listening to this after the thirtieth when it's taking place, um, check uh, Meltdown kind of website. And mm-hmm. uh, you can find like their their plans for events because um, I think people are really are really going to dig this. Can oh, yeah. I um, ask a couple more questions about it, if that's okay? Yeah, go right ahead. Um, so, Chiptune Night. I understand the premise there. Um, yep. Is there is there any live DJs? I'm thinking people like Harley plays music. I don't know if Saber Pulse is still doing his. his yeah, thing. well, Harley obviously is Sheffield yep. uh, based. Harley's mm-hmm. Harley's the the the. The, the creator of the theme tune for this very podcast that we're Amazing. on right now. Um, you heard it today. <laughs> you will have heard it today. Um, you'll hear it at the end as well. Yeah. Uh, got an outro. And yeah, so Harley was definitely uh, going to be there. Uh, I'm not actually sure who else is on mm-hmm. the... I'm not sure who else is on the, 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 the lineup for this one. Okay, um, we'll that's cool. We'll put it in the description. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, there's always got like live DJs there, like playing the stuff as, as they would. And it's cool. great. Thank you. Cool stuff. Um, so then, uh, moving on to May proper, um, mm. we have um, uh, meltdown again. 
with mm-hmm. um, their their um, third anniversary, which is on the seventh of May. Um, they will have been open for three years. Yes. Which well, a lot of that was in the pandemic. So open no, with an asterisk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have existed and survived. They survived, yeah. They've survived the pandemic, which is like a lot of small businesses uh, struggle to do so. And I think it's mm-hmm. so good that they they are like that. So many of Sheffield's amazing um, businesses are still gaming businesses still with us. Yeah, um, it's incredible. Th- that's the day that it actually is um, kind of uh, celebrating its its um, birthday. Mm. But um, they'll be celebrating for the rest of the month as well. So uh, head on over there and, and wish them uh, congratulations. Yeah, uh, mm. if you can, because um, it is it is rare. Yeah, um, rare no, it it's the, yeah we like three years. That's incredible, yeah. and the, you know the fact that they have gone managed to get through COVID and are now doing events like the Sea of Thieves event, like Steel City Chiptune again. Yeah. Like, that is a bounce back and a half. That's a bounce back story. And, you know, it's... Oh, they're smashing it. it, yeah. Yeah, be a part of that. Um, and, uh, yeah, get involved. Um, um, uh, on the 8th of May, uh, the day after, we have, mm. um, uh, uh, near and dear to me, uh, the Playtest UK event uh, at the Treehouse. It's on, at the, on the second uh, Sunday of every month. Um, but that is a, uh, a gathering together, and it's being... incredibly popular the last couple of months Mm -hmm. um, uh, where people who are working on a game working on um, a a prototype for a board game that they're working on and actually I think we've discussed in this podcast before sometimes people use board game uh, and like uh, physical representations to work on prototypes for their video games as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but if they have uh, something like that, that they're working on, they bring it down to Playtest UK and um, they have a bunch of like-minded people who are either uh also game designers mm-hmm. yep. people who are game design minded or just want a little preview of what's coming up um, you uh, you can head down there and just play those games if you even if you've got nothing to show you can they they want feedback they want your feedback on how this plays they want to see the game played um, and so we do that at the at the treehouse we host that at the treehouse um, uh, on the on the second Sunday of each month but that is on uh, on the eighth this oh. month awesome lovely stuff uh, later on in the month the Sheffield Digital Festival is happening from the 9th to the 13th of May uh, less than directly games related but lots of kind of like tech and digital events going on so if you are involved in those circles or looking mm-hmm. to get involved in those circles kind of have a look on that if you just search Sheffield Digital Festival you can find it there's a bunch of stuff happening and a new events being added as we speak I think it's uh, one of those where there's lots of things happening across those days yeah. um, and Later on in the month, we mentioned it earlier, but Patriot um, are hopefully going to be moving into some new premises. New and I'm sure they'll have a new big fancy opening. Yeah, I hope so. I, I, I've, I've heard rumblings. I can't. There's nothing to speak uh-huh. on right now. Um, but there's. Uh, they would love to be able to, um, you know, have a have, have an opening and, and sort of uh, see everyone there. They should be well on the way to to, to moving and. Uh, mm. Um, and hopefully, uh, over the next month or two, we will we will see some uh, see some information about what stuff's going on over there. Mm, exciting! Um, and then last couple of events just to just to chat about before we finish up. Um, so we do have actually. So this is actually isn't 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 necessarily video game related, but you know there's going to be a a an, uh, uh, a wrestling night in Sheffield. I did not happening I, I at the end of May. Tell yeah, I heard rumors sure, on the so wind. I'm not sure if there are any tickets left. I think it's sold out oh. well in advance, but there is a very successful kind of like semi-pro kind of um professional wrestling night that happens in Newcastle. Um and it's been happening every month so it's called North Wrestling. Hmm. And North Wrestling are spreading across the north mm. and have decided to do their next event outside of Newcastle in Sheffield. And it just looks to be really fun, a night of wrestling. And actually, it does have a very strong uh, video game connection. It does. Um, because a very famous uh, video game YouTuber, um, Stephanie James Sterling, otherwise yes. known as Jim Sterling, mm-hmm. um, is going to be there. She's one of the, the, the wrestlers, and she's going to be, yeah, performing. They, they mm. are, like... Uh, utterly brilliant in yeah. in, in character. <laughs> um, uh, I have I have seen multiple videos of them just absolutely chewing up the scenery uh, <laughs> uh, in, in the ring. And um, I, if if they haven't all gone, I will be I will be seeing if I can I can bag a ticket to that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. True. I think that's happening on May the twenty ninth. So yeah. that's it. And then there's like I said, there's lots of events coming up uh, later on in the year. But hey, we'll chat about those 
on the next podcast yes. next month. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I think we've got some. There's some. There's some rumblings of a of an event down the line at uh, at Commune that's going to be uh, yeah. uh, right up uh, our listeners' streets. I think. Yeah, hope mm. they can tell you a little bit more about that uh, in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Love to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ace, awesome. Well, I think we're kind of out of time yeah. for today both. So, do you want to give a shout out about anything anything that we might have missed? Ooh. Oh, we've uh, been over quite a lot, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, you can, if you if you want to follow uh, me and what, what I'm doing, um, it's, uh, I'm at Matt Speaks Words. Um, if you uh, want to follow the Treehouse, um, you can go to treehousesheffield.com uh, or you can go on Facebook and, and search for the Treehouse Board Game Cafe. Um, we have tons of stuff going on over there. It is... Uh, constant and uh, book ahead please Um, because we hate to disappoint people uh, for tables but you can enjoy yourself Uh, and um, if you want to hear me talking more you can uh, go and uh, look at the Life's Pitch podcast which is um, my podcast about uh, pitching movies that will never get made based on titles that you our audience give us Uh, that is at Life's Pitch show on Twitter and you can find all the all the details over there and it should be given out wherever uh, good podcasts are given out awesome Jade, whereabouts can people find you? You can find me on Twitch at Noxbear or on Twitter at The Noxbear um, for reasons said pr- prior. <laughs> um, but I'd also like you to go to emberapp.gg. Um, we are still working on the site at the moment, but you can sign up to be a beta tester. Uh, so that'd be awesome because then we get your feedback and we can make things as good as possible. There's also an opportunity there to join our Discord as well and you'll see me in there because I uh, community manage that space as well. So it'd be great to see you in there. Nice. Awesome. And from myself, this is a bit where I always used to say, oh, go follow the National Video Game Museum. You should still do <laughs> should that, that yeah. Um, yeah. on or any of your preferred channels. Um, but also, go play Gang Beasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm contractually obliged to tell you to go play Gang Beasts as well. Uh, or just follow me on Twitter as well. Very <laughs> um, but yeah, awesome. Brilliant. Well, thank you both. Yeah, and, thank um, you. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you want to follow this podcast, um, yes. uh, yeah. you can prepare... For this to be a full-on, uh, continuous stream monthly of uh, rebooted shows, all singing, all dancing, um, you can follow us at Sheffield Gaming on Twitter, um, and we're, we've got a, a website coming together, mm-hmm. which is Sheffield.Games. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you should be able to find all sorts of stuff over there, uh, hopefully by the time this comes out. If not... Don't worry, just keep it in your back pocket. We'll be there. Yes. Keep your eyes glued to that at Sheffield Gaming on Twitter because we'll be, we'll be making sure that everyone knows that it exists soon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as well as, I think we've got an Instagram coming as well, which I am really excited yes. for. We've got some really cool photos and just like <laughs> a really cool showcase of a bunch of Sheffield businesses that are uh, and just spaces to be if you are if you like gaming and I am yeah. really really excited to kind of get that started and get that rolling tell you what Matt it's making me feel quite jazzed <laughs> <laughs>